I'm the man in the box. <laughs> so gentle. Hey. Welcome to the gentlest podcast you've ever fucking heard. Page Avenue crew. My name's Adam. I'm the Dan in the box. In the pod, um, you blew it. Oh, fuck. I'm gentle, Ryan. <laughs> I'm Dan Deardorff. <laughs> gentle Ben. Dan Deardorff and Sons. Hey, what was that, like a meat company or something? I have no idea. Remember the meat puppets. Remember how we used to call, uh, this is not This is almost the same. Remember how we used to call Kirk Hammett in uh, some kind of monster? Uh, sensitive Kirk. Sensitive Kirk. Because <laughs> they get in a big fight and you go, hey, come on, guys. Come on, guys. And then they ride, ride a horse all of a sudden yeah. somewhere. Yeah. He would be the one that would have a fucking horse to ride. You think anyone's ever said, my favorite band is the Meat Puppets? <laughs> yes. I, yeah, in the 90s for sure. Yeah. I think so? Yeah. Kurt Cobain, I guess. Yeah, loved him. That's the only reason we all know who the Meat Puppets Kurt. are. He was like, I'm making these guys big. Yeah. I'm, I'm turning them into Nirvana. Yo, does anybody remember, obviously we all remember the band Screaming Trees, like the name at least. Do you remember their songs? Mm-hmm. What was their single? I nearly lost you. Is that Screaming Trees? Yeah. I think it is, yeah. Do you guys remember Paw? Yeah. Paw Dragline? Yeah. yeah. I remember there, there Paw used more be, than scream, Screaming Trees. There used whatever. to be a, um, a phone number. A phone number. Yeah. Yeah. You had a 1-800 number you could call and like listen it to... Play, like, it would play Paw Dragline. It would play Jesse. Jesse, yeah. Jesse. I'd call that number just listen oh, to yeah, Paw. Yeah, yeah, Jesse yeah. was yeah. a good dog. Yeah. Yo, should we get... But Screaming Trees was on singles. That song was on there, right? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. why. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the reason I, I always thought of that, is, or that's like stuck in my memory, is after Kurt Cobain died, I remember the big MTV News thing, and there were some kids being interviewed and people like at a cemetery and all this kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And the one kid was like, Nirvana was basically the only good band, you know, them and Screaming Trees, you know? <laughs> and I was like, Screaming Trees? And like, those are the two? Like, there's no... You, we, you couldn't say Pearl Jam We were young. Like, so we were caught the tail end of, like, what was the hip grunge band. Yeah, yeah. That was, like, mainstream grunge. But all those sub-pop bands that everybody loved, they Mm -hmm. were, like, older people. They were into that shit, you know? When's the last time you guys listened to Nevermind? Like, start to back. Uh, I never start to back. I start to finish. (laughs) Start to finish. Front front to back. back, I always go back to front. Front to back. Go from Um, one to Z. (laughs) Um, I, I, I listened to it like probably a month ago last for years. some reason. Yeah, I listened to it this week. Fuck, dude. It's been 25 years probably. <laughs> Every once in a while I'll go through. Not since yeah. Kurt died. I just listened to Lounge Jack and turned it off. It's kind of weird how like uh, Adam and I were such dipshits after Page Avenue. We were kind of like, man, we were, this not record's not cool. Blah, blah. Yeah. But like <laughs> I remember reading interviews with Nirvana and they felt that way after Nevermind. They're like, it just sounds too polished, too produced. I yeah. remember reading interviews with Pearl Jam where they were like, dog and 10. It's like, I just want to pull all the reverb off that whole record. But yeah, they every- even remixed theirs. And then they with, did. Yeah. Yeah. With, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Brendan O'Brien remixed it like 10 but years, 20 years 20, later. It was, it was for the 20th, yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, I know there's Doesn't just- sound as cool though. No. I don't, th- I don't like it. Yeah, it's weird. There's shit tons of nostalgia obviously wrapped up in all these records yeah. and- and all that. So when I listen to Nevermind or those records, like it's just my childhood and not just the songs, you know? Yeah. But God fucking damn it. It's um, a masterpiece. Like it's a start. St- <laughs> one to Z. It's a fucking masterpiece. <laughs> it's a fucking God. A it is, dude. It's just yeah. a goddamn masterpiece. Like every second of it. Every. <laughs> fucking one it is. Yeah. It's just. Uh, it's hook after hook after hook after hook after hook after hook. And dude, the. It's not. Hooks it, on hooks. It doesn't matter. How that shit was recorded. The songwriting is goddamn undeniable. It doesn't. It's it, so good. It doesn't matter who you are. 
Yeah, but it sounds really good still. I like, know. Yeah. Like, just, they, they nailed everything. The it's, Pearl Jam uh, one. Who did that? Uh, what was his name? Uh, uh, was it Butch Vig? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Pearl Jam one, you can, the remaster and the remixed one, you can hear more things. Yeah. Like, there's stuff that stands yeah, out yeah. more, but it's... Yeah, a lot of stuff cuts through because it's not all buried with all that, all the effects and shit, but it's it's weird. I just, it's, I'm just so used to the other that I don't... Remember on the 10-year anniversary of Page Avenue, we were like... I don't think we should do like a remix or anything because it's just, yeah, People it's kind of dumb to like go fuck with the old, unless yeah. it's a master like where it gets louder and just yeah. like makes it sound a little bigger and crisper, yeah. but like remixing like a classic thing, it's just kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, there there is some stuff that's old enough that it matters, like the Sgt. Pepper remix from four years ago, whatever. Unless it's a quality issue. Fucking incredible, yeah. dude. It's just remastered. No, they did, a, they did a full remix like four years ago and it's goddamn awesome. Remember, we were texting about this. It was just a remaster. I a lot of times, all. a remaster for all. old stuff like that will really to be continued, sp- right? Really spice it up. I don't know though. I don't know what that is, but but especially like in the days before stereo, before people knew what to do with stereo and shit like that, a remix there can make sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. like when everything was recorded to a four track, right? Or they like they're like, oh, we got two speakers, man. We we'll put drums all all the drums over here. Probably not a lot you can uh, do with the old Beatles shit because it's like. A lot of it's all yeah. on certain tracks. Like, they can't separate it, right? Here's what's weird, though. I, that, so I thought the exact same thing, but I'm watching this Hulu thing, and you probably noticed the same thing, Josh Wills. Um, Rick Rubin and Paul McCartney, and they're pulling up the multi-tracks of all this old Beatles shit. Granted, they don't go way back to the beginning. You no. know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, they're no. starting with, like, Abbey Road-ish era. It's like Sgt. Pepper on, because if I remember correctly from the book that I read about the Jeff Emmerich, who was the engineer... Yeah, I think I'm an engineer. Re- whichever one was before Sergeant Pepper, Revolver or Rubber Soul is when they got like a six track. Right. You know what I mean? But what are we going to do with all these tracks? Right. <laughs> but even then, I wonder if, you know, because they were, you know, they'd record six things at once, each on their own track, and then they would bounce or they would record those down to one track and then record more shit. Those original, right? the original so, recordings might be around from those separate tracks. Right. They, they might have kept down. a reel. Yeah. Like that's true. They had yeah. two machines and then just kept stack, you know, putting it on the shelf the other reels. So that, maybe that's, that's probably, why. Yeah. They probably did do that. Well, that. They almost had to because if you listen like the, um, the Cirque du Soleil, like love yeah. thing, all of those tracks are on there all over the fucking place and they're, yeah. s- they're singled out. They're not yeah. like, I wonder how much shit they re-recorded for that, too. Nothing. Really? Uh, Other than, like, new instrumentation. Right. But nothing. There's a whole documentary on it. It's pretty sweet. Yo, you think we can get a Cirque du Soleil special? (laughs) (laughs) I want to (laughs) watch dudes dance to our music. (laughs) I want to watch where they hang from the fucking curtains. What's that shit called where people do dances hanging from the... I don't know. Is that that from This Is 40 where they go watch them on shrooms? That's... um, Or is that knocked up? uh, I feel like it's This Is 40. Either no, way, it's not. He, this is oh, Seth Rogen in it. Yeah, that yeah, it's knocked up. Oh yeah, yeah. Is it? It's, it's, That's it's knocked Rudd. up for sure. Yeah, 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 he's yeah. not. Seth Rogen's Paul not Rudd in and Seth Rogen. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he go, he goes he goes. <laughs> I forget what he says. He says something about just holding up my brother all day long. I don't remember it. <laughs> Whatever he says is really funny. Uh, That's just the first thing that popped in my head when you said that. That's uh, a blue man. No, I don't fucking know. But Nirvana is is fucking cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Record's great. What's his name? In utero is a totally other experience too, because it's awesome as well. Yeah, but like Dude. in a totally different way. Like it's kind of disgusting and awesome in a weird, different way. Yeah, I, it's good because like they did not really like. Never mind after it came out, like mm-hmm. you're saying. Yeah, and in utero is like total left field compared to that, but it's yeah. still just. Equally but it's still as Nirvana. Amazing. It sounds. Yeah. Dude, I had a thing recently within the past like month. I never had this ever. 
like, I, I don't know if it's because I'm old or it's my stupid fucking brain or what. Yes. But yes, both. But I have like really slow recall. I'll sit here and be like, uh, uh, you know, the guy, uh, 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 trying to think of fucking Barack Obama's name or something stupid. Like, so you the, don't, you don't have total recall. I don't have total recall, <laughs> but I just can't come up with shit. This but, um, this dude I work with, his question was like, name, like, what's the best first line of a song or an album? I know it. That you can think of. Teenage Janks has paid off well. Now I'm bored and old. Self-appointed judge judge more than they have sold. He yes. asked it to me. And before he finished his sentence, I was like, bam, there it is. That line is like so embedded in my head and so perfect. Talk about like a response to selling out and whatever and being, but being like poetic and awesome with it rather than just some stupid rebellion. Like, yeah. And he might not even have line, technically dude. meant it in that way, but the fact that that's the opening line on that record after they sold 10 billion records. Yeah. 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 It's fucking awesome. God, dude. That's yep. just like, I couldn't think of any second option to that. It was just like, bam, there's my answer. Yep. Yep. Goddamn great. I just assumed you were going to say that, but I also was going to say, yes, I agree. Yeah. That, that's fucking great. You know what fucking rips? Goddamn music rips, dude. <laughs> yeah, we all cared so much still like, about that fucking thing dude, that happened to us dude, 25 years like, ago or 30 I, years, whatever it was. You know? Yeah, uh, I just say that because like, I, I got fucking chills when you guys just said that. And because it's like my childhood's wrapped yeah. in it. You're like, Damn. This is what I fucking do is make music. Like, I've been kind of sick all week. And it's like, just writing music just like lifted my spirits and made me feel so fucking good. It's like, I, making, like, just being a musician and doing what we do is like literally the fucking best thing in the entire world. Yeah. Did, did you feel like Steve Gutenberg from High Spirit? <laughs> <laughs> it's the Lord's work. I feel like Steve Good from Police Academy. <laughs> Mahoney? I don't know. I just think it's fucking... You feel like Mahoney when you write a song? It's fucking dope. And then I yeah. come I come in here and uh, shout out Mike Cronin from the Sodi Discord. Fucking sent to our P.O. Box, sent me a number plate from Crew Jones from the movie Rad, my all-time favorite fucking movie in the, <laughs> in the universe. It's autographed. A, autographed by Bill Allen. Uh, number 33 number plate. And I'm sitting here and it's like, I got kind of quiet because it's just kind of... Like, I kind of, like, emotional. I was thinking about it. It's like, we just do this thing. We make shit. It's like, you don't know if people are going to hear it. You spend all this fucking time and all this energy, and you just put your heart and soul in this shit, and you're just like, I hope someone hears this someday. Then people actually fucking hear it, and they care enough to, like, you know, come to your show and buy your merch and everything, but some people care enough to send you fucking autographed number plates of Bill Allen from the movie <laughs> Fucking Rad. It's goddamn amazing. And uh, portable bidets. Portable bidets, <laughs> neon drumsticks. That's connection. Light up drumsticks. But, it's, um, but like, dude. Yeah. Think dude, about it. It's fucking incredible. It's because we do this thing that we've been doing our whole li adult lives that makes other people feel fucking good or feel something. And like, that's, I, I don't know, dude. Like, I could have a fucking billion dollars in my bank account right now. I wouldn't feel any dude. fucking happier than I am right now. So I do, and it makes me pretty happy. <laughs> Dan has Tight. billions, and he's still happy. Tight. I haven't told you guys. I don't know. I know I get fucking I, I sappy, but it's the it's, best it's, shit in the entire no, dude, goddamn world. Cronin, Cronin bought me our first. It's pretty amazing, but he, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get a cool. Uh, I didn't get anything. <laughs> I got a vinyl of our first record from Cronin. Where's, where's Yo, my gifts? Where's Cronin, my gifts, guys? I challenge you to get Dan some kind of the Burbs, a mem memorabilia oh. from the movie The Burbs. Oh, I challenge okay. you to spend more money on us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, but for real, <laughs> Th thanks, dude. Yeah, Thank you. I know, I know, I know. They're listening. He's listening. Thank you. It means the world to me. I think Cronin made these. Um, we joked about it a long time ago. The the 20th century like masters, the Millennium Collection of all the other old mans, old mans, he, old old mans bands. He made one of us. 
Yeah, because who was it? Yeah. Was it Stephen from Amberlynn said that they had yeah, one Amberlynn, for real or yeah. something? Yeah. So they made yeah. one for us. Seriously, uh, Cunty Steve sent us portable bidets. Yeah. Uh, Yo, okay. Which, I, hold, hold which on. just looks like mention- a weird squirt bottle for your butt, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You forgot to mention on the back of this. Uh, <laughs> I didn't even look at those. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. You forgot to mention it's on the back. It's just a little portable. I'm sorry, Adam, to cut you off. Dude, it's a fucking portable. It's just a little bottle you squirt your butthole out with. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it. I'm sorry, Adam. You, you forgot to mention on the back of this uh, fake 20th Century Masters Best of Story of the Year Millennium Collection. Is this is What is this, Oasis? Is it like no, a... That, that's, so Oasis isn't from the 60s, man. That's the Bee Gees, bro. Oh, it's the Bee Gees. I think the back is the Bee Gees, but they all got short hair here. That, that could be... Uh, but it's all of our faces like... You know, photoshopped or deep faked onto this. It is very good. The front Ryan, Ryan looks very real. I don't know who the back is. Oh, mine has a different front cover. Oh no, mine. I'm the, the, I have the Bee Gees. Oh, the, oh, sick. The covers are different. My the I back. Didn't notice ah. that. This looks like Oasis I have a Bee Gees to me. one. You guys have the regular one. Yeah, mine's What's just yours, my, Mine's just my band. Ryan's, uh, got, Ryan's Bee, got the Bee Gees I got too. The Bee Gees, yeah. Yo, what I want to know, and we'll find out when we find something to put a CD in. This CD, this CD is burned. I can see that there's data on this. I want to know if these are our actual songs or if this is something fucked up that Cronin did Dude, as a uh, joke. Uh, whenever I look on the Sony Discord Instagram, when they do the face swap, all yours, you always look kind of cross-eyed and like, you have, like you're chewing gum or some shit. <laughs> like you have chewing tobacco. I think I got a stupid face, but it fits my head only. Yeah, you do. Dude, it's the... <laughs> you the always che- have like some chewing tobacco and you're, and you're always a little cross-eyed. You yeah. know what it is? I bet it's so many of the old pictures where you had the little flavor saver thing. Yeah. And it fucks with the deep fake. Dude. <laughs> then someone also sent us, and I apologize because I lost the note that went with it, but they sent us a Blu-ray of Rad and a. a DVD of The Gentleman so we can watch them in the bus. Nice. I'll keep, the, I'll keep this with the number yeah, We're going to get a broken down bus to just sit it outside the, the practice space or and whatever. And Thomas, and Thomas made us Sodi Discord jerseys. Yep. Nice. That's tight. Um, I got one of those. Mine has his number 666 on the back. It's tight. It's the best number. Yeah, you guys are amazing. Thank you. Like yeah, we forgot to shout out our gifts that we get every once in a while. I just got it today. That's why I didn't shout. But yeah, shout yeah, those, yeah, those ones we just opened. But we've yeah. got a few in the past too that we. Yeah, I should say this also. Um, Steph and Austin and Travis, who I work with, Travis no longer works there. He's dead to me. Uh, got me a vinyl of Page Avenue like two years ago because I didn't. The same thing. We didn't. We never got them yeah. for ourselves. And then um, I got this. Has to be from Indonesia or something. Like an actual like. Made by the label cassette tape of Page Avenue from Tino. Oh, that's cool. Bananiac. At Bananiac on um, Instagram and Twitter and YouTube. He's cool, man. Fucking cassette He's tapes, man. I got Because I, I made some joke about it and yeah, this shit showed up. That's not just from Indonesia because I remember... All Southeast Asia had it, right? Yeah, but I remember being in a, like a music store here in the United States and I saw one. Whoa. Yeah, like way back then. Oh, like, that's cool. Oh, right so- after it came out. They just did limited prints of those, I guess. Yeah. Hey, so you know how like an air conditioner in a house like makes all the condensation and like the there's a bunch of like water like shit all around it on the ground in your basement. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, uh, in in that room in my basement, I keep like all a bunch of old story of the year memorabilia, memorabilia and like posters and shit. Halen took uh, my AP uh, cover poster, took it out so she could use a frame for some of her artwork and just like threw it in that. <laughs> A little puddle. And oh, cool. I, yeah, yeah. It's just completely gone. Oh, no. It, like, disintegrated, yeah. That is definitely some shit that you would have done to some of your mom's shit back in the day. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I thought it was funny. Dude, speaking of shit, they got 
water damaged in the basement that's valuable. My mom has this amazing fucking vinyl collection from back in the day because she was, you know, a hippie that had first presses of everything at the time, like all the Beatles shit, all like Zeppelin, Black Sabbath, Clapton, like all that. The, the first time I ever heard Black Sabbath Paranoid, Led Zeppelin Four was my mom's actual vinyl. Mm-hmm. Like the first time I heard the Beatles. Like a bunch of that shit got destroyed in, so like our basement flooded back in the day. But um, she ended up giving a bunch of it to my nephew because he's- She peed on him? She peed on him with her big old pussy. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry if you listen to this, mom. She doesn't listen to this. She doesn't like oh, us. Sorry. She hates our band. Hates it. Um, a bunch of that shit got wrecked, but there's still a bunch. She gave a bunch to my nephew, so we were at my sister's house the other day, and we were looking at his vinyl collection. He scored f- somehow from his grandma on the other side in a mix of, like, all her kids' stuff had, like, a first pressing of fucking Master of Puppets. Oh, tight. Oh, wow. He's got all this badass old vinyl. The kid, he just turned 20. He's got all the awesome shit, like, first pressings of Nevermind and shit like that he bought on Dude, eBay and all that. You know, I told you, Ashley cleans out those, does uh, her side hustle, she'll do estate sales. That last one she did, she got got some records from there. Dude, she got like the first Slipknot one. Whoa. Like Google it, it's like worth like 300 bucks. She has a kid a kid rock one that's worth like a couple hundred bucks. Like, My name is. She's like, how much do you think these are worth? I was like, I don't know, 30 bucks, 40 <laughs> bucks, I don't know. But she has some like, I don't know. Like, what's, what's that website where you can trade vinyl? There's like a Austin who I work with. He's got a bunch of that shit too, but I there's like a big vinyl trade community because yeah, even like newer bands like that, like us, when there's one pressing at Page Avenue, you know, so yep. supplies low. It's like fuck. It's like baseball cards for musicians or mu- music fans, you know. Yep, dude, I, I get it, and I think they're really cool to have vinyl, but I don't want any of that shit at my house. It's like I don't want any CDs anymore. It's like so dumb to have physical things to me now. I threw all that shit like, away. It just seems pointless. Yeah. I mean, we're I get, on, I get that the it's other cool. side of it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm the same way. I don't want a clutter. lot of old musicians are opposite, and they they love like the physical thing. But I don't I, care I anymore. Have vinyl, I get over it. I don't play because you have to do all kinds of weird shit now to make it like play and not skip. Yeah. If you have like hardwood floors in your house, you have to weigh down whatever your record player's on or anything you like. And oh, yeah. they like step, like shakes Makes everything. Skip, you yeah. have to like put like like uh, patio like pavement blocks. You need fucking cinder blocks under that shit. Yeah, you gotta That's, get those yeah. smaller vinyls that were like they had that little player that had anti skip. It was called a CD, <laughs> I think. No, I just I, I, I they had a small vinyl. I used the plastic ones that Terrible like joke. play school made with like the dots. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, that's why back in the day you would see like milk crates. And cinder blocks. People used to actually put their, yeah. their record mm-hmm. players on that shit. Yep. I actually threw away all my CDs. Like I don't know, maybe like sometime over the pandemic. So I, I just don't like stuff, man. I still have all mine. You know like what st- I did with my DVDs? Because I thought for some reason I did this like almost twenty years ago. I thought for some reason I might want this, but they're still in like a a bag or whatever. I got rid of all the jewel cases or whatever you call them for my DVDs. Put them in a big binder. But I kept the inserts. Mm-hmm. I like took them all out. I have a stack like this thick of just the paper inserts. I don't know if I'll ever look at that again. I just have all the. I have everything still. Yeah, yeah you weird. still have all those shelves in your basement with all that shit, right? I still mm-hmm. have all my shit too, but like DVDs. But I would buy it again before I would ever fucking put that DVD in because it's gonna look like shit for one because it's an old DVD. Mm-hmm. Like you'd you know, buy like, the, the digital streaming yeah. or whatever version, yeah. Oh, I have. Like just because it. Have you ever put <laughs> it old? Have, have you put a DVD in like anything and tried to watch it? Yeah, it, it's it looks garbage. old have, as fuck. Yeah, yeah. It looks like shit now. When we go camping, I do because I have a yeah. It is good a DVD to have player for in my camper. Stuff, yeah. yeah. Dan, I it, we were 
working on the record at your house. And I was sitting there and I was looking at, you still have that gigantic ass fucking TV. I know. What is I, that for? I don't know what to do with that. I don't know. It's like a big ass box one, whatever those yeah, are yeah. called. You have to take it to a street on a dolly. CRT. I know. Dude, it's heavy as fuck. I yeah, I just yeah, haven't yeah. got rid of it yet. You, you want to put it in a driveway <laughs> and ollie over it while someone hits it with a hammer? <laughs> yeah. You'll, you'll have to pay to have it. It's got my old school, the original Nintendo still hooked up to it and stuff. So that's kind of fun. But yeah. But I don't ever fucking use it. You know, I had to, I set mine out. <laughs> At the beginning of COVID, like the, right when the pandemic hit, and then like the trash company said, we're not doing any special pickups now. <laughs> so it sat like next to my mailbox probably for like a month. Looking trailer as fuck. And then I I didn't want to, where else am I going to move it? I wasn't going to put it in my garage because I had all kinds of shit in it. I moved it to the side of the house so it looked even cooler on the <laughs> yeah. side of the house. And that was for like six months. You should have put a lawn chair facing it and just like, <laughs> like you go out there and watch TV. A bunch of crumbled up beer cans around it and shit. <laughs> That's yeah. where Josh's dad has to uh, come watch the story of your shows. He's not allowed in the house. I think, I actually, I think I moved it back and forth from the side of the house to the, like, to the street like seven times with a dolly. So do you still have it? No, I finally got rid of it. Uh. They came and got it. Because it's technically like a toxic thing, you can't mm-hmm. just throw it. You have to like sneak somewhere in the middle of the night and throw it in the yeah. dumpster. Yeah. I, had, yeah. I think I paid like 80 bucks for them to come get it. Yeah. Jeez. It's something stupid. Dude, in LA. It's too, we, it's too heavy to do anything else with. Yeah. Other than ollieing over and hitting it with a hammer or whatever. Didn't we throw one off the roof in uh, California? Yeah. yeah, but that was like yeah. a little like 24-inch TV. Yeah. If yeah. not smaller, dude. Remember how small those shits used to be? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, they were huge. Like, it was 50 inches, but the screen was 20. <laughs> yeah. 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 Any other trash we want to talk about? <laughs> um, you guys throw anything else cool away? Lately? <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. I got rid of a patio set. Oh, cool. 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 I'm going to whiz before we talk about the important thing. All right, whiz palace. So, producer, we haven't really announced it to the public. So, if you want to know who's producing our record, go sign up for Patreon. But anyway... So <laughs> if not, fuck off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> read the liner notes. He's getting his studio all set up and Facetime me and went through it all. Dope, dope. Mm. Yeah, dope. It's like a whole complex. It used to be a, a famous musician in Nashville's studio, but anyway, um, there's like this whole artist hangout like house separate, this big ass yard and this whole like hangout zone. You think we can the drum room looks fucking dope. The control room is like. Everything looks so good. He's mm. like getting all, I don't know, it's going to be, it's so legit. All right. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to be in a real studio. Yeah. Is it's it been still, a while. Is it still in Little Rock? <laughs> Little Rock. Remember that show Banging in Little Rock? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was cool. But yeah, it's like, uh, it makes the, where we did drums on the last record, that studio, great studio, but it's like, I would say like 10 levels up from that. All right. Yeah, super dope. That's cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. We're going to listen to some shit? Yeah. We uh, we kind of promised last week that we would... We'll say we did promise since we're fulfilling it. So uh, that we would do another demo or we would go through, I don't know, the fucking half dozen demos, I guess, on this one. Pre-production versions of album tracks. And this one is called... <laughs> what's the working title? Dr. Doomsuit. Yep. That turned into Tell Me and guest by Jordan Povis and one other person... I saw Jordan Povis at the uh, at my acoustic show I just played this weekend. Anyway, what? oh yeah, before we do that, shout out to all the uh, all the Discord family members. They all made shirts, and it, uh, there was like a whole group of nice. all of our our friends on the Discord from Patreon. Um, but yeah, Jordan was there, and it's like I swear I don't cheat. I'm just guessing. I'm just, I just guessing right. How, how I was like, uh, you can't cheat. It's intuition. There's, there's no way to way. cheat. Yeah. yeah. 
But yeah. Yeah, even even if somebody had a photo of the actual like song list, you know, the the in the studio progress sheet, it still doesn't show the real title. So No. Mm-mm. Yeah. Jordan Smart. So we got a bunch of versions of this. We'll see, we'll see what we can find, what makes sense. Go in the producer Drew, who's now famous. Oh, hi. On the hi, Discord. Drew. You've been here the whole time? Sitting right next to us? Go in Al Demos. We still haven't got him the fart mic to, to, to talk into. <laughs> <laughs> the fart mic to talk into. Yeah. Remember, we're going to give yeah. him a, a mic, but yeah. we get to fart into it, too. Doom <laughs> suit. Taste! I haven't heard the book of play, but I'm not listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't listened to any of this in just I don't know. Man, I, I I shuffled through these recently when I was getting them together and these are these are fun to listen to. These oh, are tight. I, we recorded the drums of these in my basement. Really? Oh, the Allen the Allen yeah. ones? No, not no, not these. Not Dr. Doom Suit. No, that was uh Terrified the first version of Terrified and uh we did four in my basement. Either way, the point... It the, was, the, it was the, something we... Uh, these, are, these are the four that we did with Alan. So. Oh, wait, yeah, because the that chorus be. was like, we're not... You're not on your own, but we're not alone or something. That was sh- the original. That, okay, we should probably not do this right. one yet because this is like when we changed the chorus because there's an earlier version. So Okay, so go back. If we want to do it... Uh, synchro- Demos synchro- for synchronize. Yeah. Probably that. Or no, label demo. Yeah, I don't know. Hold on. So we went through a lot of shit making this album because... We got dropped halfway along the way. We talked about that. No, we didn't do it on the Ebbets ones. Cunt full of cold bush. That was uh, <laughs> that was the one that Feldman sound like said sound like race car music. Since this is a bonus episode, let's play that real quick. Yeah. Just do it, just because boner. This, is, this did not I remember what this, this did not like. turn into a real song. Yeah. I don't like a, I don't know what version this is. But it sounds like pole position kind of. Now I, I understand. <laughs> There's probably vocals on it though. Play it. Let's see what happens. Cunt full of cold bush. I think that kind of rips. It's it's cool. I think I ruined it. I love this. It's the fish. The, the fish that got away. <laughs> These are not lyrics. Dude, that chorus rips. All right, yeah. That's that's about. And just does that again. Yeah, there was no real lyrics on that. As you could probably tell. The fish that got away. Dude, that chorus is amazing. It's not. It's not a bad song at all. Felma was like. The chorus says the fish that got away, man. I was like, dude, those aren't real lyrics. Like, no, I you just, understand I just this process, process right? just to like get something there. He's like, yeah, I, I don't know, hear, man. It sounds hear. like race car music. I want to hear the chorus again. I think it's amazing. The solo's kind of ripping too, right? Skip through. Keep No, go to the next chorus so that way we can hear like what the bridge does. Keep going a little more. I think. Yeah, next step, Probably yeah. right there. This is great. Oh, yeah, here we go. This rips, this next part, dude. I don't remember what it does. Do you remember this? I have not heard this since. Oh, dude, it's awesome. Yes. 
Some stone gossip shit, dude. That's right. It'd be Mike McCready shit. Stone gossip can't rip. They both rip. Are you saying the hook will stay the same? Yeah. Yeah, keep the theme though. You know. I realized. Briefly after this, like, don't make fake lyrics that sound like something. Because, you know, I do this, like, half-assed lyric thing all the time. But if I say anything that's kind of real, it, like, throws people off. Mm-hmm. And that was definitely what happened to that song. Dude, that, that probably literally ruined on it. it. That probably ruined it. Yeah. Hey, despite this be, being called cunt full of cold bush. Um, <laughs> we thought it sounded like a bush beer, this, beer commercial or something. You this, know what like, the chorus sounds like to me? Um, this is going to sound totally out of left field, but the chorus sounds like Paramore to me. Like, it's a total Paramore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Dude, it's not bad. It was just a weird time for a song like that. I don't think, like, I think that would be cooler later than it would have in 2008. I think <laughs> yeah. in 2008, it was like, it, I remember thinking it sounded like, um, what was that? The, the, the Guns N' Roses band with Scott Weiland uh, when they did that thing. Remember? Oh, Velvet Revolver. Velvet, yeah. yeah. I remember thinking it kind of sounded like Velvet Revolver <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. Well. And I wasn't really into Velvet Revolver at the time. I mean, it, I guess they were cool, but like, it being like, it was just like that. It was like it was very rock, you know. Yeah, like those power chords in the verse make it kind of yeah. Yeah. But dude, this is fucking way more awesome than I remember. I, I just I, had, I have Feldman's interpretation stuck in my head. So like I don't understand. Those are those weren't my shitty program drums. No, no, no that was me no. playing. But guess, that wasn't. I guess we really did. That? I guess we like yeah, really. No, we, we, the, we did it in the because that wasn't live. Those guitars were not live. That absolutely no, not. No, no. I, I think we did dr- like a shitty version to send to Steve oh, okay. to show him, like, but okay. we, he wanted yeah. a real version of us playing. Okay. Because we were like tracking demos, like, full on. Yeah. Where did we do that? In his basement. Yeah, that was at Ryan's house. Yeah. I kind of remember on our own. The steam, oh, yeah. yeah. I, know, I know exactly yeah. which snare drum that is. Yeah. It's the steamy nook. Yeah. Weird. Because yeah. then there's War Mouth and War for Steve. We should save those. Yeah, those Because there's those like different. seven different versions of that song. Yeah. So, yeah, go back. Yeah, that uh, was God, that's kind of a fucking cool song. <laughs> yeah. It's I love that chorus. It sounds yeah. like fucking Paramore to me though. Yeah, that's weird. I guess I could see that. What are what's um, Vo- what's Vox for three? Label Demo. label demos would have the we got nowhere to go. Vox for three is like oh, yeah, every we did send that. There's probably a shittier version in Vox for three, but let's just go to the label demos one because that'll be like the original, nowhere to go. It was originally, yeah, that's we right. kind of titled it Nowhere to Go at first because it had a different chorus. Did we also do this with Alan or no? No, this is, no. The Alan one was when we changed the chorus. This is us doing it ourselves. This probably has program drums, though. I'm not sure. I don't know. We'll see. Play it up. This was like once we, okay, okay, uh, short history right before this because uh, we just got dropped from Warner Brothers because they decided not to put our third record out. And we were like, okay, cool. So we recorded these three so our manager at the time could send them to labels to be like, this is the the direction that they want to go. Yeah. So we just kind of threw these together, but this was the course we had at that time. Okay. 
The rest of the song is pretty similar, I think, but hit it up, see what happens. We'll see. First real version of Tell Me. Definitely not real drums. No. I like that chorus. It's not as cool, but it's good, though. I hate the that country-ass harmony on the very end, though. I hate that. Whatever harmony yeah. that is. Yeah. Phil liked to do the country harmony. I can't stand that. Not to be not to be like mean, but it is country as shit. Yeah, it's yeah. not that it gets filled, it's just I don't like it. Definitely not as not as cool. It's not as powerful. I love this part. Yeah. That's that pumpkins kind of come out, come, comes out every once in a while. I stole Candlebox's guitar tone. <laughs> That's so awful. You left me far behind. <laughs> yeah. I'm real sick of this chorus now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
It just doesn't make sense with the heavy part. Nah. Sick riff, though. That riff is the shit. Do me. It's it's crazy because I... Oh, this is mean to say. Mean against us. I still don't, like, love, absolutely love the chorus of Tell Me. But the rest of the song, I think, is, like, one of our best songs ever. Like, the, ver, uh, the, yeah. the riff and the verse and the bridge are all awesome. But there's something about the chorus I still don't... It's still not, like, my favorite. It's really good, but the verse is like fucking phenomenal, and the main riff is fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I'd say the riff is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I like the verse like, a lot. Every, I mean, it's fine. I just, I like. Maybe a, it's just because we toiled on this song for so long. We we're all just like, ugh. Yeah. I, ugh. For, to me, for, that, that's most of this record. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot like, of Black sure. Swan gets yeah, that yeah. treatment from us. Yeah, but I also like when you have moments like this where you. Uh, it's funny because we're actually talking about this again with the producer for the new record, but like. I always liked, um, maybe this, this is because I, maybe I wrote the melody for the verse or something, but I, I like stuff with lots, lots of syllables, you know? Like the, it's like quick and just, I don't know. Yeah. I, I really like that. Yeah, it's it's cool. It gets better. That chorus is not cool. <laughs> then we have another chorus that's a version of the newer one that's yeah. on, the, on the Owl demos with our friend Alan Hessler, as we talked about with... Uh, Hold on, did we talk about that yet? I don't know. Mm, a little bit, I think we yeah. talked about it after with the Discord people when we were having our little after podcast a couple uh, weeks maybe. ago. Um, but Alan Hessler, our friend who was in a band with Adam and Gabe that we talked yeah, about we talked last about week. Gabe, yeah. um, he, he did four songs after this to get us... Was it also for demo? I, I, label? I don't fucking know. Yeah, that was for our... Doesn't matter. Uh, to send out to potential labels. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what this was. This says no. label demos, but yeah, yeah, we no, sent no, out these. I, yeah, I, yeah, I remember going to Kinko's and sending out fucking like. Are you sure we sent these? Yeah, yeah. These Dude, we the burnt these on CDRs this, and sent like eighteen. This was six months before the other ones, so yeah. you know we probably did it again with the Allen demos too. Yeah, yeah. So Drew, go back. This one? was a year and a half process of like, who, what label are we going to be on? What are we doing? Because I mean, it was a long time. Those were the ones we sent to to like Reese to like yeah. Demos for Evitz. Let's try this. No, no, no. Those, those are the other ones. Al demos. Demos for Evitz is the oh, first, Al, first Okay, one. yeah, yeah. Sorry. So this is the one. I would do the second one. Doom Suit 2. I don't know. These are like different mixes. Dr. Doom Suit. So we did these in Ryan's basement as well, but this was the full real band. This Because then we re really recorded these with Alan. But they weren't for the record, so I don't know what they were for. But Let's Yeah, why it. did we have Alan in? I don't know. I'll be able to tell you. He's all the in. Drum, you'll be, drum, I know you played them. I know. I, I'm just, I just, because these, these like sound like the record almost, but. I did them in my basement too. You might have. Yeah. I, I don't did know. four songs in my basement with Alan. I'm just saying, I don't know what we did them for. Is that this? I don't know. Were we going to maybe do the record with Alan? Was that like a thing? No. We were, no, a, we were, uh, we were no, talking no. about doing some stuff. These were all to just get a new deal. And Reese is like, everyone wants to hear yeah, music. These ones are for the, a new record. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, the, right. the, the, the ones for the label were probably for no. Maybe they were for Warner Brothers to see if they wanted to oh, pick yeah. up the record. Yeah, maybe that might have been one. That's of those. not unlikely because I, I, we talked about this because right? they turned us down for a guys, reason, and maybe that's why because we sent guys, them that. I remember sending these demos, going to Kinko's and sending them to like eight diff eighteen different fucking labels. 
Like uh, you, this so is why, why Road Rap you send them, was it the version that we that's just what I, made? Because I don't think that was the case. Though. It was hundred percent because because uh, we had to record these and I and Reese just gave me a list, sent them to fucking uh, Dave Rath at fucking this label and uh, that Mike dude from Roadrunner and like yes. all these yeah, flew yeah. out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I I sent these to all those people. Uh, Ken, Ken Blaustein was it yeah. Virgin? Like yeah, I yeah. I remember like writing. Yeah, like didn't I, he come to St. Louis? Yeah. Too? yeah. 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 We got real close to signing with Roadrunner for a second. Yeah, I yeah. remember that being a and thing. Vir- uh, was he with Virgin? Virgin, yeah. I think it was Virgin. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was like almost happened too. So we got all- we, we got dropped, and then we weren't really worried about that because Warner Brothers was like in a weird transitional period. Maverick was not a label anymore because Maverick got bought by Warner Brothers or bought out, so they they just, get dissolved they, into they folded sort of, right. So we didn't have a label, but Warner Brothers was going to pick it up, and then they decided against it. So we didn't really get dropped. Did it we was talk just- about this on the podcast that? When they were trying to decide who to keep from Maverick and who not to, that fucking Deftones had to showcase for Warner. Yeah, something like to that. To decide whether or not they yeah, would that's keep crazy. Deftones. Yeah, and they did. <laughs> Clearly they did. So I guess maybe that was for Warner Brothers. These maybe were to just send to actual labels. But yep. there was just a lot. There were a lot of moving parts at that time. We had to make demos for a lot of possibilities yeah. for the future of whatever we would. This was like a year period do. where we were just trying to get these songs to where they need to be without a producer. But then Alan came in and helped us. But... Steve didn't actually come to St. Louis. Not for this, no. Right? No, we were talking about doing the record with Steve Evitz as well, and we sent him back and forth demos. But And that's when all the shit with Antidote went back and forth, right? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's do this one. Let's play this Dr. Doom Suit 2 dot MP3. Because <laughs> I remember doing these and being like, dude, these are so good. We could just do it with Alan. But we didn't. That's, that's real. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely real.
That's awesome. It's like three days grace or something. Yeah, yeah, close if we had like a broke down chorus we could never like come straight back into the chorus we had to like fade it in somehow yeah yeah (laughs) yeah feldman was way better at that part than us so we ended up recording this after this this was the alan hessler version and then we went to do it with john feldman for the final version um the one thing i remember about the chorus is he was like man i don't know it's just like too drawn out he's like i like it he's like and we were all sitting there like talking about it and trying to figure it out and uh then he went to eat and then came back and he goes, dude, dude, I got it. I got it. And he just came back. He goes, just repeat. Tell me, just say it twice. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. And that was like, as far as that went, everybody in here is texting except for me. <laughs> I'm texting Alan Hustler <laughs> to try to figure I'm, this I'm, out. I'm listening to I'm you. I'm just talking. Yeah, I'm hearing you. I, I barely remember that. I'm just like, okay, I'll wasn't, just tell a story. Wasn't Brett Gerwitz in the room and he was like, I'm kind of, it's like, oh yeah. That, that. When we were recording it. Yeah. yeah. He says, instead of. He I thought it, it was his idea. Wasn't he, it Brett? He said instead of I'm not on that. my own, say I'm not all alone. Because yeah. oh, okay. on my own is confident. Because on that one I say on, is, on my own. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, he was, I, I just remember coming back and we were all sitting in his living room and he went, or he went to a haunted house or something like he always did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he For came sure. back in the room and he goes, dude, I got it, I got it. And that was just it. And he was like, just repeat it. And then just do the other half. And I was like, oh, okay. All right, cool. I'll see you in a couple hours. And that was it. And then he, you know, he obviously changed the bridge because that just went into a heavy version. We did like a breakdown version of that instead. Yeah. Other than that, it didn't change a whole lot. Yeah. That's weird. That's crazy, man. I was seeing if Alan was available to just like call him, call in and uh, have him tell us for sure, but he, he's doing some shit. But I'm going to ask him if he remembers. I just don't know why he did. I mean, I know he did those and he was there before we went to do the record, but. <laughs> he said, let me know and I'll be sure to bring my low cash tapes. <laughs> He says we did the, the drums for some of the stuff at Jupiter Studios. Yeah. He worked at Jupiter at the time. That's right. Yeah, yeah in St. Louis. We did. The, um, that was where in St. Louis? Does that exist? It was like downtown somewhere. It I don't was know. like by Fubar. Yeah, somewhere down there. Yeah. Um, like on Locust or something. But I don't think these are these because we did Apathy as a Death Wish. Unless that's, that's not Machete Sunrise, is it? No, that's... no, you're right. We did Apathy as a Death Wish yeah. for sure. Yep, yep. yep. Oh, that's where he did the shit with Evitz for Live in the Lou, right? Yeah, yeah. He mixed Live in the Lou. No, there, no, yeah. no, 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 no. 
That was Jupiter. That was a version yeah. of Jupiter. Okay, yeah. well, it was Evitz a different studio completely. Okay. That's why he went there, though, because Alan had worked there. Everything else in Ryan's basement, Alan says. Yep. No, yeah, we, we definitely we, did all the vocals in the basement. We did stuff at my house, for oh, sure. Oh, yeah, said I don't the know. new Jupiter that no longer exists, not the one where Evitz did the live in the list. Okay, so it's a, it was a different version of Jupiter, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember. I know we recorded songs in my basement. I don't did remember that. Did he do that or did... Alan, I remember yeah, I, I Alan was sitting next to me doing it. Yeah, I we didn't this. have the capacity to record all yeah. that kind of shit it was at the just time. Me, it was just me and Alan. I remember, Scooby. We, only, we did the vocals and stuff for all that old shit, but he did all this stuff. I don't know where or which ones were which. But, but we've, I remember that Jupiter one. We for yeah. sure did Apathy. So. Maybe that was just that and something else. I don't have that no, anymore. we did like three or four songs. Oh, yeah. Well, no. I was thinking of Terrified. It's on here, though. Because I remember doing Terrified with him, and these that was definitely ones, in the these basement. These are the ones at my house. Because I remember specifically doing Terrified, but I don't think we did Terrified at Jupiter. Yeah, I don't think so either, because I remember him being like in the basement, me singing it, and him being like, I just don't think you should do that part. And then we changed it to the to Oh, the do, do we not have a, a recording of the old chorus? I loved it. Yeah, yeah, we do. Oh, we do? Of, ter- yeah. of Terrified? When yeah. Terrified was like punk rock sounding. I yeah. don't think we have a full demo of that old version. Oh. Yeah, we do. We played it for the patrons a couple weeks ago. Didn't we play it from YouTube, the live version? Or what did we... Oh, no. you're right. I was drunk. It's on here. We did play that. That's dope. I want to hear it. Is that that's not this one? Though. That's not this one. No, we okay. played it after, not on this. Yeah, not right? on not on the podcast. Is it still cool, or, is, or do yeah, I just feel awesome. like it was no, cool? It's really cool. Oh, nice. Should we do a bonus, an, a second bonus? Since yeah, we're... I don't think there's much else we can say about Doctor Doom's. Yeah, yeah. Tell me. I mean, I think we're good. that that was the evolution of that song. I mean, it was really cool. It was always similar. Just chorus changed a bunch, and then yeah. But I mean, that that was pretty goddamn close. This version. Yeah, that but was then, the final version until we got to Feldman, and then yeah, yeah. he was like, "Look, we got to make that a little better." But other than that, yeah. the song was he there. tweaked that, and then the Brett Kermit. The Brett Gerwitz comment of it really being like the difference between I'm weak and I'm s- strong, yet I also need you kind of yeah, that thing, was, that right? He was right. That was good, which I didn't even notice on there, but I did say, and I'm not all my, I'm not on my own, and you know. Yeah. yeah. I said, I'm not all alone. You can be on your own, but not alone and still I'm do on it. It's still badass. My own. Yeah. Hey, and then he dropped us. Fuck it. God damn it. No, Uh-oh, it was a two-record rec- two deal. That was all we had. They That's just true. They just didn't pick us they up. They didn't option us. Oh. Boner sewed. Boner sewed. We let's, could play... Um, yeah, let's... What did we just say? Uh, the first version of Terrified, right? Yep. Or, I mean, this... I don't know how much different this one the was. That we, is, the bridge is totally different in this that one. That we did with Alan. Because we made a new bridge. Let's this, listen. But are these the, the emo versions? Or let's the, do... Yeah. Uh, it says ballad, I would assume. Let's do Machete Sunrise. That's just... I don't... Terrified is one of my least favorite songs we've ever made. Dude, the double time one. <laughs> I don't want to listen to it right now. Yes, I don't either. Go, we're trying to find the punk rock one, right? Yeah, these both say ballad. That's not it. Yeah, that's this, not it. Yeah, sure. this isn't it. Because we sent it to labels and it's like five and a half minutes long. <laughs> it's, Try a, that. it's in there. It sounds there. about right. That's the good one. Yeah. Terrified. Want to jam it? Yeah. Yeah, do it. I don't know if we should listen to the whole thing. It's fucking long, but. Let's jam a little bit. But the chorus is totally different. And, and uh, for the, sorry for the Discord people, but we gave you the, the early version of this. So yeah, now, you now everybody else gets it. But. Rock it. See what happens. The verse is still the same. Hit that. That's ours. Hey, we're uh, me and me and Adam are hitting the the Jepsons Malort again this week. The fucking Malort. Drinking the old bath water or whatever. <laughs> the new rubber band. <laughs> Had an emotional intro. Oh. Oh, it, is. it is. A label person would already be done by now. Yeah. I know. I don't know. It's five, <laughs> five minutes and two seconds. We're like, here, listen to our emotional intro. They were guys. done when they looked at the length of it. We are 25 seconds in. There's no way a single label person made it 30 mm-hmm. seconds in. They're like, next. And it kicks in. 
they're already talking to their fucking assistant right now. Machine gun samples in the barrel. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <Yes, sir. laughs> no! No, so much blood! Hold on, listen, listen, listen. This is it. I remember it goes. Dude, I'm making a song that it's that it's the other song. I'm making again. a song out of that. How, dude, isn't it I'll, fucking so badass? I'll, what, is, uh, what is today? Monday? Hey, hey! I'll, let's, sum- let's I'll not, submit it by let's Wednesday. Let's listen to the whole thing because it can gets I, really. It does that again. But can I listen to that chorus one more time? Go to a later one because the the post chorus of the second one is fucking badass. Yeah, but then it just does like the same shit for two and a half minutes. Can, can like, we just listen to one minute of it? Yeah, um, I would if say. We're on a, if we're on if we're on a boner before that breakdown, to the left, to the left, before that dip, before it, keep going. That would be the. There's so much blood. A little more, like in the between those, in that second mile, right there, right in there somewhere. Sorry, if we're gonna hear the chorus again, do it, do it, do it. Man, that's a cool chorus. Yeah. Yeah. Then it gets real fucking long and boring. But uh, that chorus was a different song first, and I don't remember what fucking demo it was, but you had sent a different thing. It was like a whole different song, but it had that chorus in it, and I sang that part on it, but I didn't have a verse, and then we turned it into this. Like, it was a whole different song first. I don't remember. It was like it was like some weird offbeat fucking weird verses, and then it had that chorus. Offbeat bare ass by 311. But dude, it was among the 50 songs that we had demoed for this record. But, yeah. but then we turned it into that, and then that part got cut out. So it ended up being a whole different song. And the reason why this became a song was that chorus. Yeah. And then that didn't even end up being in the song. Hey, is this potentially the first time when we do a part two of a song? No. No. I don't no. want to hear any more of Terrified. Never, Boy. ever. No. Again. <laughs> no. <laughs> Eliminate I, I the video like I, from your memory. It's not even the video. It's just like, I don't know. I think. I think uh, it's the same thing. It went through seventy five versions. Yeah, and I think Terrified might be in my like bottom three songs we've ever done. Oh, seriously, like ever? I've never felt cool. Like not cool. I just don't like the feeling it gives me. That's it. It's like you. Everyone did great and everything. Just the feeling. I just don't like the feeling I get from it. Yeah, I like it more now than I used to. I think, but True likes it. I think I'm with you on that though. Yeah, I just don't like the feeling. It's nothing. Mm-hmm. Remember against, the other night at the, I mean, I'm bored as shit playing it at the acoustic show. I was like. 
Uh, we should just skip that one. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of looked at you. I was like, I don't want to play it. I th- okay. So I think. So, sorry, everybody was there, but uh, I skipped it on purpose. I think the only thing that's not super stock are, are uh, a lot of the lyrics. The music, to, like, it's just it is. It's just like the fucking most stock thing we've ever done. I like done. the bridge. It's just so fucking stock. I think the bridge is the favorite. My favorite part of the song. Yeah, for sure. But like, it's got moments, and it's cool. Just very adult contemporary. <laughs> yeah, the verse is very like uh, watered down it's right fucking, now by Van Halen. It's just fucking paint yeah. by numbers, do these chords, blah, blah, sing these notes. Hey, fans, if you like this, you're <laughs> stupid, dude. <laughs> I don't know. You're stupid. That's why we did this version, because we were like, okay, well, this is kind of a nerdy verse. Yeah. Not nerdy, but like, you know, kind of not us. And we were like, cool, if we make it like a punk rock chorus, yeah, yeah. this song makes sense. And yeah. then we took out all the parts we liked. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, this is a yeah. good song, I guess. I didn't mean to dog so hard on our I, band. It is Dogs. weird. I, we all agree on if this. If you like and, it, you only paint by numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it sucks to, for people who, who that's probably their favorite song, some people. But yeah, I don't know. Cool, cool lyrics, but just the feeling, I just feel like it's the most stock. Like I just don't like the feeling it gives me. Drew know. loves to paint by numbers and he loves the song, he says. Good, good. Mm. I, I know a lot of people love it. And it's, Drew, tell, I'm sorry. tell people about the song. That's, sorry that's just people. a lot. Every band has shit like that. You Hold know? on, it's my turn. Go ahead. Let, let us know. Let us know how you Thanks. feel. So I always like songs that have like a contrast, right? So like one yeah. of my favorite songs is Chop Suey. Oh, yeah, mm. of course. And it's like, yeah, yeah. And it's like, whoa, like yeah, yeah. in the same song. And how'd, how'd that's that go? What, whoa. <laughs> like that. So you like this version a lot. Yeah, I like this. So yeah, yeah, this yeah. version. Okay. This, it starts out, it's like, yeah, okay. And then it's, it's like, all like God yeah. bless America. Exactly. See, yeah. I love that song. Um, no, I agree. That was our original thought with yeah, this. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, okay, we got to do like re- a total oh, well, hold contrast. On, what was that uh, Sum 41 song? Yeah. Uh, all all yeah, like, where it's like really like soft and melodic. And it's like, I love that shit. Well, hey, I really like your chap suey analogy. Because that's like what that was what our young brains were trying to do. For sure. Yeah, I'm into yeah. it. I'm totally into it. That's some of my favorite shit. But then it turned into only the the pretty part from Chop Suey, and then we were like, mm-hmm. oh. Yeah, that shit sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right, though. That no. that, that was our I original like plan. And then it just changed. I mean, if we would originally wrote it the way it is on the record, maybe we'd just be like, cool, it's a cool song. But I think you can't work on songs for two years straight. It just never works for your brain because you're never going to love it the same. Unless you're making the Black Album. Yeah, I'm sure they hate half that because <laughs> yeah. of that the same reason. You know, it's like they probably have those things in their brain too. The original version that went, children of the corn, children of You're the corn. You're not allowed to talk about no. Metallica anymore. No, that that's from <laughs> the Righteous Gemstones. Never oh, mind. Okay. That was a vocal warm up of Judy Gemstone when she was about to do the remember that shit. Will you go down on my butthole? Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, so, All right. are you terrified? <laughs> That's a fucking good ass chorus, dude. And the that post thing, I know you're trying not to rip solos so much anymore. And that's not a solo, but it's it is a ripper. It's not a solo at all. But I'm saying <laughs> I love a good riff. I love a, a good horse, riff. It's a horse riding part. It's a good gallop. Yeah. It's a good gallop. I just only like solos if the song calls for one. And I don't know. Some songs just don't call for one and there's a solo in there anyway. Yeah. And it's like, what's that there? It's like it's like the song the song didn't I mean, answer, uh, but you left a long ass voicemail. Yeah. I mean, why is that there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, cool. Okay. You want to be done now? <laughs> Let's be done with the boner sode. Anything else we can think of? Um, is there a different version? We should of that we should for sure have Alan on for an actual thing because we there's a bunch of fun stuff to talk about with him. 
How come in your search there's a window open that says, does Ryan Phillips have COVID? <laughs> wow. Drew's always Googling shit. Um, speaking of the Black Swan, <laughs> we are going to play that record front to back in a few weeks. Oh, dude. You play it one to Z. So we'll have to play both of these songs. <laughs> Not one, those versions. One to Z or eight to ten. One to Z. I'll say um, this, though. Oh, you say. You say what you're going to say. Uh, I was just going to say there uh, that... That one is already sold out pretty much, I believe. It's the one at Del Mar Hall. It's the middle show. But Fucking so awesome. It's in St. Louis. Sorry for it's all of our fans. Uh, uh, no, that one's Page Avenue. Oh, Del Mar Hall. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The second one is Black Swan. Yeah, we pay, play Page Avenue fucking one to Z, dog. Friday the 20th of August, we will be playing this record yeah. at Del Mar Hall. Uh, I don't know what I was going to say about it, but uh, if you're there. Front to 10. Um <laughs> And then we have Page Avenue the next night there as well. And then we're doing Page Avenue the night before as well. So uh, it's just cool that we get to play the whole record. But yeah, uh, we did it on our live streams, but we've never done that in front of people. So that'd be cool. And if you're there, uh, Noodle House is right next door. So that, that'll be a bonus right there on Del Mar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Next to Go uh, say hi to our Del friend Mar-Hall. Chris Ladley. Get some nudes. Get some nudes before you come watch us. Get some nudes. You know get what some saying? nudes before you come watch these dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I started playing... Rehearsing the Black Swan, like East to West, once, once the <laughs> M to Q. Uh, Just know while Ryan plays Terrified, he's in agony, agony the whole time. Dude, there's some really cool, cool riffage on that record. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've refigured this out when we did the live streams, the Go Signal stuff, but... Um, there's a couple songs I felt really dorky about for a couple of years, and then now I'm just like, dude, that's fucking kind of cool. Like, yeah. can, like uh, the verses and, like, the riffs in Cannonball are really fun to play. Mm, shit, yeah. Uh Fucking, we're not gonna make it is a goddamn amazing song. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sitting in my living room just playing this shit, and it's it's fucking awesome. The end of it, like that whole outro is fucking amazing. Dude, and that's and, top five story of the year lyrics of all time for me. Yeah, at top three. Um, and then you know while we're talking about Doctor Doom for sure. Uh, <laughs> but tell me that the just fucking main riff. It's like the final version of the way it's recorded. That's on the Black Swan. And everything like. It's fucking great. The main riff never changed, technically. Yeah. Dude, that just, main riff, every time I pick up a guitar that's in drop D, that's the first riff I play. It's so heavy. Like, I mean, just like the felt, the actual like final Feldman recording with like the, the tones and yeah. the bit, like it's just sound, it's so fucking impactful, you know? It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's tight. That record's really fun to play. Turns Good out, one. Turns out. It's a lot of fans second or first, you know? That's like, in, you know. A lot of people found us at that time. Also, I, I, I figured this out too. It's weird to talk about our songs like this, especially if there's a fan listening that like loves the song I'm about to say. Um, but whatever. Message to the world. Like you could take those same lyrics. I was thinking about this just two days ago. I was playing it. When you kill me, do it slowly, blah, blah. If you had, if like, if it wasn't a political song and the verses were about something kind of cryptic like that, like that would, if it was like a personal, just kind of like cryptic kind of song, like an emo song. And we switched a couple things here. That song like could have been, a really big song. It's a fucking huge chorus. If we took out the part about America in the chorus, that probably would have helped. I remember Feldman saying, it's like, dude, like, who really cares about global warming? And like, you guys got really upset or maybe you got really upset. Well, probably Adam. Well, the thing I was, I was was trying to do a lot of, I was trying to make shit cryptic on that album and a lot of it got more like on the nose. Do you remember what I'm, do you remember that conversation? Yeah, he's like, like, you remember he's he's like, like, who fucking cares? Like, who cares? Who's going to connect with this and shit? And I remember like, you being really upset and I remember going like, Cause like, that's what we were, you know, we were going to try to do the rise against fucking rage against, this is our political record, yeah, yeah. you know? And I remember thinking, it's like, how could you, like, that's the, the main thing to care about. You know, I didn't say anything, but, <laughs> but turns out he's right though. Like as far we as. We thought that that was going to connect more because it was yeah. like important, but. Yeah, yeah. At the same time, it, it did not. Wrong. 
Wrong. It's it's wrong. It's, I love the record, and me and Adam had this conversation a couple weeks ago after hours. Um, it's some of the lyrics on this record are my least favorite lyrics we've yeah. ever, I've ever written for sure. But there's a lot of stuff that's but like that doesn't just, make the songs not good. But yeah. a lot of the lyrics, I'm like, oh, what the fuck am I talking about? You could just there's take a lot the of face same, value shit. You yeah. could just take the lyrics. Take the politics out. Make it a, a personal story, like uh, like uh, some like Wolves lyrics. Uh-huh. These same exact songs, especially with Feldman production, with Wolves lyrics, like it would have been so much bigger and better. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's why. Tell me, and we're not going to make it. The ones that aren't political. Well, I guess we're Angel not going to make it. It's technically like a social commentary, but that's the thing. But it's more personal, you know. Those, Angel those are both like. But it's almost like country music in in, in the sense that it like tells a story. Like yeah. there's yeah. a story, yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, I liked that version, but I didn't know how to do it, and those ones were just like the other approach, the other approach, and uh, that obviously worked better, and that was cool. Um, but tell me, was not political at all. That was just about our band, and yeah, know, that was that was fun. But but ninety percent of the songs are kind of like, oh, we love the earth or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not little Dicky, and I'm not making a funny version of it. So, <laughs> but you know what's tight? I'm really glad fun. you referenced that. <laughs> that record starts. So goddamn heavy though. Yeah, you just scream oh, yeah. liar. See on choose your fate, it works. Fuck yeah, because on a heavy song, it's yeah. like fuck. Yeah. yeah, cool. I mean that that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Or like a fast punk song, political lyrics make yeah, yeah. make sense. But when I don't know, you got to get metaphorical. Like every fucking U two song is basically political, but that but that dude gets hella meta- yeah. metaphorical. Or you got to connect don't it. Necessarily you got to connect it personally somehow. And exactly. Most of those songs, it was like reading the Wikipedia page from <laughs> yeah. from uh, yeah. California or whatever, like Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> yeah. But, but like, I think even bigger than all that stuff is, like, your life outside of the band. Like, Bono's fucking has his whole life as a uh, philanthropist and, like, a fucking activist and all this stuff outside of the band. Like, Zach Taylor, outside of the band, he's a fucking full-time activist. Surge from Tankin or whatever. Like, these are, like, full-time activists, full-time people that's, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, we're farting on each other. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Yeah. We're farting yeah. in bottles what, and smelling them. What made them. our band uh, connect with people on the first record or two, we disabandoned on the third one. We're like, no, we're fucking serious, We're bro. dudes who fart, mad who, fart, who fart in bottles and move to California and make a record about relationships. That's something that every person in the world can identify with and yeah. connect with. And then we went to fucking global warming. Yeah. But we also put out a DVD where we were still <laughs> farting on each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Singing these songs. But... The yeah. only uh, defense I will give me and you, who were writing most of these lyrics at that point, uh, the world was really different in 2007. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we were doing this, it was George Bush end of that time. And we it was were the fucking world, furious. The world was really weird. And uh, we wrote all these songs at that period. And then like, you know, Obama, I don't care if people are into Bush or Obama or whoever, because, you know, politics sucks. But uh, the Obama got elected and the world changed completely. Like, yep. Whether or not people liked him, the world has changed. Like the view of America around the world was totally different. And then all of a sudden these angry, weird songs about all this political shit that was changing immediately after this came out. It was like, oh, okay. And so I, a lot it, of it just doesn't stand up anymore. You know, it doesn't hold up the way it it's it dated. It, well, yeah, dude, but, dated. But we're also yeah. like viewing it through a fucking the 2020 hindsight lens where it's like. Yeah, yeah it, we couldn't it, have known that. And the microscope of being the yeah. band members. Yeah, 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 yeah. But for the record, back in the day. I was all fucking about it because I was yeah. like hyper connected, yeah. uh, hyper aware politically and like fucking news was on. CNN was on my house from the morning and woke up to just in the background when I was doing shit. Uh, so I was it like is genuine. Like we all really cared about this kind of shit sure, at the time. Yeah. And it was like we felt like we had to do this. It was like, OK, for me, like I felt like um, this sounds super fucking cheesy and like up my own ass. But like 
I felt like we had a platform and almost had like an obligation yeah, to use yeah, our yeah, pla- yeah. use our platform to like to talk about racism and talk about the fucking earth warming and like you know what I'm saying yeah. like I felt like hey this is our ch- I, I felt fucking cool like this is our fucking yeah. chance to like do something with this little platform that we've built yeah something in, besides just like farting in bottles you know yep. dude but the cool part though I like, still like the, farting in bottles though. <laughs> on the flip side of it being dated is it came back around like eight ten years later some of these yeah. things became even more relevant or as the relevant. Thing is, you know what I mean? The racism ones, you know, like the equal, any of the equality kind of songs yeah. are great. I fucking love those lyrics because they still are equally as important today. Mm-hmm. But like the song, The Black Swan, like yeah. we were just like reading encyclopedia lyrics kind of. It's yeah. just like, yeah. we know what we're talking about, but we didn't fucking know what we were talking about. But that one about. though, dude, is it's so- It's a cool song. That though. one is so abstract and bizarre that I guarantee most people are like, what the fuck yeah, is this? It, it just kind of rocks. It is weird enough to where nobody would even- care what we're because it's so yeah. weird because we are just like yeah this is- and there's also a huge fucking percentage of people that don't even care what they just hear yeah. fucking yeah, yeah. guitars and drums like the melodies and they are hear, cool yeah the melodies and they hear the, the music cool. it's hard rock and yeah. it's like who fucking cares what he's singing about this yeah, is the cool. kind of people that hear fuck you I, I won't do what you tell me and have no idea that rage against the machine is a political band yeah you know yeah which happens still but yeah anyway a lot of it is amazing some of it's not my most proud moments but it's a moment in our history that happened i didn't really listen to lyrics as a young dude coming up, like I never really sat there and analyzed what fucking, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like same, especially I, I fully did, but I, I'm a singer. I'm a singer. And that was like what I did, you know, so. I, I didn't because but I don't think most people do. The I'm music saying that I really like when I really fell in love with music is fucking Kirk Cobain talking about his libido, my mosquito. It was like yeah. all like Billy, like it was all really besides rage. It was like, it could not be more on the nose. It was all just fucking, let's see how weird we can be. What the fuck was Gavin? Uh, we talked about his Bush. Yeah. Fuck, yeah. What, right. What the fuck does any of that mean? I was just like, these are cool guitarists. Yeah. And even Kurt Cobain, who was like as tormented and emo as anyone now, I remember him saying straight up in interviews, like, yeah, yeah. if I feel like I'm making too much sense, I just have to, yeah. I have to go make a fucking left turn, you know? Yeah. yeah. So that's just kind of like, that's where my musical roots come from as being a child of the nineties. Like, well, I don't know what this Gavin from Bush dude's talking about, but this song does rock. This song, it's grungy. <laughs> or like, I never really thought about Pantera lyrics. It was just listening to Dimebag play guitar. Yeah, it sounds you know? mad. I want to be mad for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. yeah, I listened to all the lyrics, but I wasn't the singer, so. But like, Deftones. My, my thing was tell like, me, tell me, you know, tell me. Yeah, but that's um, what, that's one it? one band. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, just saying for me personally. Deftones I was, speak for you. Deftones no. was one even as like a singer. I was like. What okay, I don't know what he's saying, but it's really cool. So yeah, it's, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, it that sums up. That yeah, sums me he's up. He's like right super there. abstract. I'm not, yeah, but yeah, for yeah. me, I wasn't the singer of our band, and I was like, well, if he's writing about something that he really believes in, I'm not gonna say anything because I, if I'm being honest, I didn't give a shit about any of that stuff other than like the social sure. racism if, stuff like if that. If I would have wrote a white power lyric <laughs> instead, you would have been a little maybe like, hey, let's pump the brakes on that. I would have said something about that. But like any of like the global warming, any of that shit, I I didn't give a fuck. I mean, I cared, but not enough to be like our band needs to say something. Uh, yeah, that's but, just me though. I mean, it's all still stuff that, that matters and it's important. But at yeah. that point, this was like the height of of Al Gore doing the fucking thing and yeah, yeah, in the world. It was like eh, the world's gonna blow up in the me, next two years or whatever. It's a, like fuck. It had a hint of O four Warp Tour. We're like yeah. all the bands voter that, uh, anti-flag was outside our bus every morning. Yeah. Punkvoter.com or whatever. But anti-flag works, but then all of the other bands 
Yeah. Like did that Everybody shit from the was stage. It's kind of like, uh, well, you guys don't do this normally. Well, we didn't do it then, and that worked for us because people liked that we weren't doing it. <laughs> yeah. But that's for, just my and my, then we po- did my point of view. Like that's you no, know. you're right. Yeah, and that. But, but uh, what what for me like what made it like I, uh, you know in what, addition what to, must say. Uh, <laughs> In addition to what I already Just said, sit back but like, there and play the fucking drums, Josh. <laughs> Green Day fucking breaking off a song about masturbation and then putting out American Idiot. Like yeah, I felt like that, that, that was that a had big... a lot of influence on on that for sure. Because yeah. yeah. Green Day is one of my favorite bands, our favorite bands. We were covering that yeah, so when we I, first started playing music together. I felt in a weird way we had this weird like artistic kind of permission to do that. Cause like yeah. a fucking Green Day yeah. can sell, sell 10 million albums or whatever with Dookie's talking about masturbation and whatever like it's called dookie it's like it's yeah. called dookie yeah. and th- you know we, so if they can have an artistic fucking license to do that it's like you know maybe maybe we should follow suit everybody felt like it was like their duty to, yeah. to, to fucking to yeah. change the world to booty. me though, try like, to change the fucking world green day when they like when they had american idiot like in interviews they talked about that shit they were yeah. like fully fuck that dude we didn't do yeah, that so we much were, we yeah that's what i was saying we were trying outside to do a, the band like outside of like yeah. the lyrics we weren't we were trying to do Out a there vague preaching and doing shit like No, this. we were partying. Yeah. <laughs> we were doing a vague like friendly version of it. Yeah. To, yeah. But we just wanted our stance to be known, but yeah. also we were in our mid 20s. Yeah. 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 You know, you think you know a lot in your mid 20s. And I don't want to sound like you don't. I don't want to sound like old dude who's like you fucking kids or whatever, but we were fucking idiots. I didn't really know what the fuck I was no, talking I was about. Dumbass. We were on the right side and we knew what we were what we what we were trying to get out there, but Yeah. Uh yeah, I really had no right to be saying half the shit I was trying Green to say. Green Day also know? had this like like kind of comedic angle that like no effects tapped into as well. You know, like the war on errorism kind of like, yeah, no effects does it really well. Cause you know he'll saying? make fun of himself and then also be political at the same they're time. Not, yeah. They're not being propagandi with it. They're being kind of just like well, propagandi started that way too. It was yeah. like, we're fucking idiots, but here's mm-hmm. what we think. You know? Yeah. So I don't, but regr- that's punk bands. You know, that when you're playing fast punk, it's a lot cooler yeah. than if you're trying to have a fucking, Sexual ballad, like terrifying. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sexual ballad. I, I, it's sexual I was... and violent. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you know regret every it. time we play. Play the sexual ballad. <laughs> Fuck, uh, I just totally ruined it even further. Sexual ballad. <laughs> I don't regret any of it, and I was in full support of it. Yeah, you can't regret um, at, it. It's at just the time, what, you know? what the fuck, man. No I was regards. just, I was what, just what stating an observation like the other day, playing you know it. Fuck like, you guys. If Message of the World had totally different lyrics, and yeah. it would just. Even with that same chorus, it's like such a almost like butt rock chorus, you know. I was all about just burn, let's burn this motherfucker down, Pookie. <laughs> <laughs> Message to the world, at least, is like kind of weird and vague. Like it yeah. is kind of like we keep it pretty vague in the in the verses. But yeah, it could have been different. It's the the word America guess, in there. I guess any song could could be that way. You know, that's what I mean? the difference. Really, that- doesn't matter. Any song, the, the lyrics are going to take it in a whatever direction. I don't mm-hmm. I don't like to have that power to where I can like ruin a song on accident. It's all <laughs> your fault. The song is really cool and I fucked it up. It Damn is kind of interesting to think about the difference in Feldman when we did the Black Swan versus Page Avenue. Like there's no fucking way. He would have just been like, nope, we're not, yeah. do- we're not doing that. Who cares about global warming? We're not doing it. You need to sing about kids with their backpacks. Yeah, and he was all, very you know, vocal all that they know, you know? on Page Avenue. Yeah, he was, he was like, nope, not good enough. Change it. Yeah. No, there's just no way. He would be like, well, you, you have to know your demographic. Black Swan, he was like, figure it out. Haunted house. Yeah. I'll be back a couple hours. I don't know how deep we want to get in and like with Feldman, but <laughs> Froyo. I, I definitely we all had this conversation. I don't know with Feldman, but I had a conversation on the phone with him. And I was like, I'll do the record with you, but I don't want you to tell me that I can't do something that I want to do. Basically. Like mm-hmm. we were all like, We'll do it with Feldman, but I want to put my parts on the fucking record. 
Yeah. I remember having that fucking talk with him and I'm such an idiot. And he was, he, he was, he literally was like, okay. Yeah. So then he just recorded the fucking songs. And he's like, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he did yeah. still change some shit and had some good ideas and shit, but uh, we definitely like were off putting in our, in our, in our yeah, attitudes yeah. at that point in our life. At that point, it was like we were established enough that he was like, we thought we had all the fucking answers to yeah. everything. Yeah. Jesus but he wrote. was like, okay, I'll get paid. It'll still be pretty big. And otherwise, it's your funeral, dude. Like that was yeah. like wake know. wake up's a perfect example because it's very similar to to um until the dead eye in some respects. One are these really like timeless lyrics about relationships, and one is about fucking outer space. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you can sing about outer space if you're doing Pink Floyd kind of jam band shit. But yep. I blame any of that on Incubus because. <laughs> Well, if you're Incubus, yeah, I was, I was like, they can do it. So, yeah, yeah, we weren't on Cl- enough drugs. Hey, Clutch did it. But I'm just saying, no, 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 like 21 year old kids, you know, got the windows d- rolled down, driving down the things. Like, I really connect with Carl Sagan's <laughs> 1983 essay. <laughs> on the f- you know what I'm saying? Like, but fucking. Yeah. We did make an attempt to bridge it, though, talking about like, still, you don't know a, what you got until it's gone. You know, still. If we would have made it a little more personal and more vague, it's a good like broad brushstrokes lesson on like. I would say Wake Up's the best example on the record. That could be an amazing song. It is an amazing song. We should stop talking about how our songs aren't I think that people good. probably appreciate this. I don't know. <laughs> they might. Uh, <laughs> we might be they ruining might. it for a lot of people. The thing, I had a bad experience. Yeah. <laughs> it's just going to make but our Wake Up, like, musically and, vo- and like melodically and everything, I love Wake Up, but yep. I don't love the lyrics. That's what fucking I'm fucking saying. Thing. It's hey. the best example on this record if it was just about... Love, loss, relationships, yeah, lies. That, there pain. were lots of people who were like, story of the years fucking back, dude. Like, because it, it had that feel. You know what I mean? And like the energy of it, it had that feel. Yeah, because even and the if chorus. they weren't paying attention to the lyrics, they were like, fucking wake up, dude, I'm back. I <laughs> the, love this band. The original demo is probably on here somewhere, but all it was was that, wake up. Nah, 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 nah. And I don't yeah, yeah. think I was like saying anything yeah. originally. And we were like, that's the fucking one. That's the song. Yeah. And it is still really cool. And the lyrics are pretty cool on it, but could have connected a lot more if yeah, I would have yeah. wrote let's, about something let's else. Let's do this and maybe yeah. close on this. Everyone who's a, a patron or even if you're not and you can just hit up the story of your Twitter, Instagram, whatever, did that album come across to you like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? Or did you love it? Or did you have a little bit of both? Like, whatever. Just tell us how you received those lyrics and yeah. we'll talk about it next time maybe. Yeah. And yep. It'll help us <laughs> if nothing Are else. we totally wrong and it was like, because <laughs> at the time that was what we wanted to say and it was that, that's what it is and oh, it's fucking great or again no, like no regrets one, fuck you <laughs> yeah. or that yeah yeah I mean which you know at the time and I still think it's one of our better records out of the five that we've put out but yeah. um, but you know I think it could have been better I think everything we've done could have been mm-hmm. better in some way we all know that on some level but yeah, I, yeah I have, let us know I, I'm gonna stress again like I have no regrets I think we made the record that we wanted <laughs> to fucking make do you have any regrets, though? Oh, no. my gosh, regrets. No, no that's, regrets. That's from that, that's no. From that movie. But I think... We're looking at the picture. Oh, yeah. I think our new record, when that comes out, I think this conversation will make a whole lot more sense when people compare it to Wolves or what we're about to do. Yeah. yeah. That's, all, that's why I think it's kind of cool to talk about this. Or will it? Because I, I, might, I, might I might go back. <laughs> hey, how can Dan sing it? Dan, you don't even know the lyrics. Yeah. <laughs> you should make a fucking super straight up, like, we should make a Trump album. <laughs> Pro Trump? Pro Trump. Just Trump <laughs> 2024. Yeah. Let's fucking... Nah, man. I don't want to be trapped. Yeah. No, I'm... Complete. We, already, we already made these jokes. Yeah, that is yeah. a complete I'm not joke. Doing it again. Complete joke. But anyway, uh, no, I just, it's a window in time. And I think when people... I, I don't know. I think I think it's cool to talk about this stuff because... 
Yeah, uh, I like. Is. I, I would like love growth. to hear. I would love to hear any band tell talk about this. Yeah, because I would probably. It's on some level, even if I love the record, I'd be like, yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. And it wouldn't make me like it any less because people love it because of the time in their life. It connected with them in some way. I'd like to hear the meaning of Chino's songs. <laughs> I don't know, man. It rhymed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But some like, of their well, lyrics are really cool. And I really, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely, his but, lyrics. But like, there yeah. are some where you're like, but a lot of them I got like, nothing. Especially the early, <laughs> early like, stuff. Like on yeah. Adrenaline, I'm like, yeah, I don't like know a, anything. It's like a puzzle. It. You get in a box and none yeah. of the pieces are actually that go at, to the actual puzzle. You're like... <laughs> Yeah. I don't know what the fuck this picture is, dude. But it's, I like it. It's cool. It's like it's one of the cool things about what we do in bands with longevity because you get little glimpses into their lives at whatever particular. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's where we were uh, at that point in time, and that's fucking interesting and it's super cool. And then go listen to Wolves. There's nothing political on there. There, it's all just very like, um, you know, cryptic and metaphorical. Bit, bit and shit. It's it's total bitch <laughs> shit. But it's like. I don't know. Maybe in 10 years, I'll look back and be like, fucking nerd. I don't know. Dude, that's the thing. Right about shit I care about. I keep saying this shit in different conversations. I feel like the number of albums that we've had puts it into different perspective versus bands who have 8, 10, 12 albums and are even further where it's like the stakes are different. Like for us, like we have this like small sample size of what we've done. What we've done. So what we've done. What we've done. What we've done. So everything. Yeah. It's like we analyze it more, but if it's yep. just one of like 15 albums we've done, it's yep. just like, that's true. Oh, that was that era. This was this era, whatever. Yeah, it'll, it'll all fit in the puzzle eventually. Yeah. 20 more true. years from now, but we're the most critical of ourselves. We have always been very critical of ourselves. Yeah. And that's why we are as, as good as we are. I just think it's cool to talk about. Because we care this much about it. Yeah. Even, even I think it's cool to later, talk like, about instead of putting up a front like, oh yeah, everything we've done. Yeah. It was fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, fuck that. Like the people listening to this podcast are like legit diehard fans. You know what I'm saying? There's no one that's like listening to fucking Mark Marin and fucking, uh, you know, NPR. And it's like, oh, here's a page. I'm, like, this is only our fans listening to this shit. You Bad know Boys what I'm for Life is what you're yeah, trying to say. Yeah, and the people on our Patreon mm-hmm. shit, I think it's awesome that they hear us talk about this stuff and, and instead of just trying to bullshit, and you know? Because yeah. too yep. much of this fucking business is bullshit. Like, too much of it is just people fronting, you know? I said front like it's 1998, but you Straight know what I'm front. saying. Straight front. Front street. People appreciate honesty. Yeah. And that's why when we hear the demo, we go, yeah, uh, yeah I still don't like it. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> we ain't going to lie to you. I, uh, before we cut this off, I it just connects because I, this is really weird, but I was watching, uh, it's Anthrax's 40th anniversary of their like becoming a band and they put out this oh, whole shit. documentary shit, not documentary, but it's like a 23 part series so far on YouTube or whatever. And it's just like they're all like 15-minute episodes, but just going through their whole career, and it's like really cool. They were like talking about their ex-members and then like every record and what they didn't like and what they did like, and it was kind of the same thing. So I was watching that a lot today when I was running and stuff and then just hanging out at my house. Uh, it's just cool to hear any band, yep. you know, be honest about their past and Break talk, it down. talk about what the fuck they did and how you feel about it. You're not going to do the same shit for 20-plus years and uh, love every second of it. It's impossible. So Impossible. Hey, you know, it's not impossible to be a patron of story of the year, <laughs> patreon.com slash story of the year. Uh, cause we keep talking about those patrons, but that's where you go. If you want to be one of those people and I promise we're going to get you your merch. We're really sorry, but coming up, um, having shows and things like that, everything that you're owed as the top two or three tiers, you're part of that, you know, VIP pre-show stuff just as part of your Patreon, you'll get that. But at the very bare minimum, you get access to our discord, which is a good time. You probably know from the Instagram account that 
they just wild the fuck out in there and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And thanks again to everybody who sent us all that awesome shit. Mike Cronin and who else? Josh Wills. Say the other names. I don't remember all of them. I apologize. Josh is really. Oh, Cunty Steve from Australia. Yeah. <laughs> Cunty Steve. Cunty Steve. We already shouted these people out. It's fine. Yeah. Shouts out. Shouts we appreciate fired. it. Again, patreon.com slash story of the year. And going forward, like Ryan keeps mentioning, new songs, all that kind of shit. As we're moving into a new album, you'll get first access there. And if you want to follow the band, of course, it's at story of the year. You should know that by now. Mine is all at Jepson's Malort Liqueur. No, that's mine. We have the same one? Oh, no, mine's underscore one. Underscore one. Best friends. (laughs) (laughs) Did you say yours? Uh, Yeah, it's it's Jepson's Malort Liqueur underscore one. Uh, At Dan. Okay. I was the first one on the internet. I'm just at Dan. (laughs) Mine's at terrifiesmyfavoritesong.org. Mine's at uh, Biff Dannon at Hill Valley. That <laughs> <laughs> at you. Uh, if you can't find it, if the fans can't find that, where should they go? What should they do? If they can't find Biff Tannen at Hill Valley. That yeah. at you. Yeah. Stop!